fighting power. Fight power. You got the fighting power that be fight power. Yeah, fighting power. Ooh, fighting. Ooh, fighting power. Fight the power, y'all. Ooh, brother gotta tap out. Look, it's your boy Big G. And the first challenge I'm giving y'all is when you see do the right thing again for the first time, I dare you to get up and dance to that opening scene with Rosie, y'all. Yo, your girl was doing work. Me personally, as you see, I had to tap out. That scene has to be one of the best opening scenes to a movie and is as 90s as it gets. But more on that scene later. First, <clears throat> public service announcement. I want to thank you guys for listening and supporting your boy. Every download, every listen and critique means a lot to me. I appreciate you guys taking this journey with me as we experience life through the art form of film. And the 90s was definitely a mosh pot of all kinds of experiences that has us here at this very moment. And when y'all see Do The Right Thing Again for the first time, I believe you will see the foretelling of the next decade to come. And in this decade, you had Nickelodeon, you had In Living Color. Come on, who wasn't on Monday morning standing around talking about y'all favorite scene? Instead of DMs, you were sending that 43770 code to your boo. Instead of sending memes to your girl to get her in her feelings, you were giving her that mixtape cassette of the local late night radio show with your favorite slow jam DJ that you recorded on your boom box from Circuit City. This is Mr. Senior Love Daddy doing the nasty to your ears. Mr. Senior Love Daddy would have definitely been my favorite DJ. Yes. And your boy, he may or may not have worn those MC Hammer pants. Can't touch this. My, my, my. Come on, man. Y'all know y'all was doing the typewriter with me. Stop playing. And the decade had a remnant of innocence. Like everything was okay. Like the world was everything you thought it should be. But underneath the surface, there was something moving like a great white shark. Just below the surface of the water. And before we knew it, that dorsal fin was popping up, bringing a wave of change that had been brewing for a very long time. And in 1989, Spike Lee was yelling, shark, well before we saw that fin. Spike really doesn't need an introduction. He's a legendary filmmaker. He's partly responsible for making Michael Jordan who he is today. I mean, the NBA really owes him as well with that Just Do It campaign. Also, you know, Spike has been an inspiration to many people, including former president and former first lady Barack and Michelle Obama. Yes, when they met, their first date was to go see Do The Right Thing. I would like to believe that this movie, directed by Spike Lee, written by Spike Lee, inspired them in their successful political careers. And he just recently and finally got his Oscar. But in reality, he should have won for this movie. And when y'all see it again for the first time, I believe you will agree with me. I mean, Spike wrote this film in two weeks and he was actually inspired by some true events. One was the Howard's Beach incident, which happened in 1986. You can go ahead and Google that. It happened in an Italian-American neighborhood in Queens. He also was inspired by the shooting of Eleanor Bumpers by the police. You can Google that one as well. And in this movie, 
Spike did an amazing job of making us feel the heat of that summer day. Also, today's temperature is going to rise up over 100 degrees, so that's a Jerry Curl alert. That's right, Jerry Curl alert. If you have a Jerry Curl, stay in the house or you'll end up with a permanent plastic helmet on your head. Forever. Which is also another inspiration for the film, as he first got the idea of making Do the Right Thing after watching an episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. If you want to take a look at it, it's called Shopping for Death. And in this episode, the main characters discuss their theory that hot weather increases violent tendencies. And Spike, with his cinematography team, who actually studied the psyche of colors, used a warm range of colors. He used yellows, reds, earth tones, ambers throughout the set of the film. He also used sterno cans in front of the camera to keep the air wavy. I mean, guys, allow yourself to be immersed in the brilliant cinematography of this movie. They descended on this Brooklyn neighborhood and took us there with them. Even the clothes that the characters wear signifies their allegiances and their opinions. Now, back to that opening scene. Yo, Rosie kills it. And she really set the stage for the tone of this film. The passion, the anger, the love. The hate. Oh, left hand hate KO'd by love. With humor intertwined throughout. Spike made Rosie do that scene for eight hours until her hatred for him in that very moment, making her do it over and over again, bled into the camera. Spike really knows how to find talent and brings the best out of them. He actually discovered her after he saw her dancing at his birthday party in LA. Rosie actually never thought about being an actress, and this would be her film debut. And honestly, the thing that I appreciate about Spike the most, he was innovative in using his energy and talent to try and bring awareness to people that at this time did not really understand what was happening to his community. You will see references to gentrification, voting, racial profiling, police brutality, stereotypes, and even Spike's personal vendetta against then-mayor at the time, Ed Koch. I mean, Spike has always danced to the beat of his own drum and was never afraid to do what he wanted to do. I was about to say do the right thing, y'all. Side note, do y'all think that Mookie did the right thing when he threw that trash can through the window? Now, without further ado, the three things that I want you to notice when you see it again for the first time are also Three things that I challenge you to determine what has changed, what has remained the same, what was better then, and what is better now. And those three things are community, opinions, and energy. Community. In this movie, you will clearly see community. As Mookie walks down the street in the very beginning, he knows every person on the block. Mother, sister in her window hovering, watching over the neighborhood. The mayor walking up and down the street watching over the community like a patriarch. Sal, he actually loves the people in this community and is proud that they've grown up eating Sal's pizza. Now, maybe you should have put some black people on the wall. Boycott Sal! Go! Yo, boycott Sal! I got your boycott swing. Boycott Sal! And of course, everybody knows a bugging out. Everybody knows a Radio Raheem. D, not CD. D, ain't no Jaxos? D, motherfucker, D. Learn to speak English first, all right? D. And everybody knows somebody in their community that's just like Sweet Dick Willie. Because everybody know why they call me Sweet Dick Willie. But what we'll do right now is we'll read Webster's definition of community. Goodbye, Webster. <laughs> no, no, not that Webster, but Webster's dictionary. Okay, here we go. There's like seven different versions of it when you look it up. I'm gonna give you a few. Community 
as defined by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Community is a unified body of individuals, such as A, people with common interests living in a particular area, B, a group of people with a common characteristic or interest living together within a larger society, and C, a body of persons of common and especially professional interests scattered through a larger society. And there's some more, but that's enough. Now, by those definitions, I want you to decide what has changed, what has remained the same, and what was better then and what is better now about our communities. Opinions. Well, as they say, they're like assholes. Everybody has them. And oftentimes they lead to overreactions because they're confused with fact. And I want you to see in this film how opinions affect this community. And then you can decide how have our opinions changed? How have they remained the same? What was better then and what is better now? Breaking news. This just in. I want you to notice how opinions affect you in your own personal life, at work, at home, or even by yourself. Now back to your regular scheduled program. Energy. Energy is everything. I mean, we are energy. And I want you to notice how in this film, when energy is misplaced and fueled by overreactions, the effect it has on the community. And I want you to decide what about our energy as people of all nations and all communities has changed and what has remained the same, what was better then, and what is better now since 1989, the death of one decade and the birth of the 90s. Yo, go see Do the Right Thing again for the first time. And like I always say, you can go down to your local neighborhood video store and check it out. Or if you don't feel like going out, stream it. I was able to stream it on Stars. I know y'all got Stars because I'm always hearing about y'all talk about power. And if you don't, get that free trial and keep it or cancel it. I don't know what your money look like. But look out for that next promo, y'all. And do me a favor. Always do the right thing. And listen to your boy Big G wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm out. Man, I think I need to go ice my knee, y'all.